Hello. Happy August. Crazy. July's over. That's moderately insane. <laughs> um, it's funny. I have to time my recording now between the air conditioning firing up. The renters came through and put new furnaces in all the units. And it, I'm glad because now when the AC comes on, it blows air pretty pretty well now throughout the whole place but it's super powerful and sounds like a fucking jet engine <laughs> it's blowing through the place so now i gotta like wait until it's done and then quickly click record and now let's hope that i can get what i want to say out <laughs> or else i'll just have to learn how to filter sound out better i don't know i don't know how much you could hear it in the past but this thing kicks with way more power so uh yeah i just sat here waiting <laughs> to get going so um i know it's a few weeks late i wanted to let the dust settle i don't know how many gamer gamers like hardcore ones listen to um me for that because i don't know i don't talk about it super frequently but the big one that dropped in july was with Activision Blizzard, they got sued, and I hope I get this all right, they got sued by the state of California for their, I think it's, <laughs> it was like air quotes, frat boy culture, sexual harassment, and just overall shitty behavior in the way they treat the employees, the way they treated female employees, and just how pretty much overall degenerate they were as a company and as people um, all the way up to HR management leadership um, and all that jazz. Um, but during this whole kind of, as it's all unfolded at the same time, a lot of hardcore Blizzard streamers, fanboys, whatever you want to call them, um, just content creators will go with because that covers YouTube and stuff like that too. Um, they've all bailed for Final Fantasy fourteen, and I don't play WoW Hardcore. I went back for Classic, I think, like a lot of people did, but now as that has rolled into now the Burning Crusade Classic, they've added store mounts, monetization, and that turned a lot of the old purists that love the 2004 version of WoW um, against them now too. So there's been this perfect storm of the game sucks. Um, the lore sucks. The storytelling sucks. The last expansion now, um, keeps getting compared to pretty much the Thanos story arc of you need to collect all the pieces to become all powerful. And <laughs> it's, and a redemption arc that I think people have, seen coming for <clears throat> two expansions probably since legion so four years five years um so yeah bad writing um hardcore um monetization of something they like and just pay to win um to the point where you can buy in-game currency with real money um it's just it's out of hand and i've heard final fantasy has an in-store shop um, but it's not as bad as the Blizzard one. And so 
I've kind of been watching and chatting with close friends about what's going on because it's pretty bad. But I think the company, it's they've been the number one um, MMO since they came out of the gates in November, I think it was, of 2004. And so for them to get knocked off that block um, in something that I would venture to say they just felt was an auto win and that people would stay out of habit and loyalty. And I think that loyalty's dying off and people are wanting um, quality for their money. Like you're paying 40 to $60 every two years for an expansion. And then you're paying $15 a month American. So it's like 18 up here, I think is what I was paying for Classic WoW. And it gets expensive. And that's... Um, and then there's store mounts and all these other things. And those, I noticed they would hand out... You'd have to upfront pay for six months at a time. So they would get a little less money out of you as opposed to monthly. But you were locked in and they got six months worth of subscription out of you and they've just done skeezier and skeezier things and um it's funny because the original lead dev of wow in 2004 is a man named mark kern um he goes by grums on twitter and i've always enjoyed his takes the most when it comes to game development and just how these companies can go wrong um the other person on top of that that i'd probably listen to the most when it comes to kind of honest critiques of wow at least and blizzard and activision would be a streamer named asmongold i guess he's also a youtuber i think that's where he started and then he transitioned over and he's really articulate and well-spoken when he talks about um, Warcraft and just gaming in general and he was one of those that jumped the ship and went over to Final Fantasy much like the majority of the big name content creators that I know of and watch um, have jumped so it's pretty interesting to see something this big come tumbling down <clears throat> as kind of the undisputed champion of a game format MMOs and just as a what they call AAA game company and I think other ones have come under fire like EA was a big one with their loot crates for Battlefront I know when Battlefront 2 came out that was a huge deal because it was something insane like you had to play was it 80 hours or 800 hours of gameplay to unlock it was Luke or Vader or you could just pay the money and get them right and so there was a really good long thread on Twitter by Mark Hearn on July 13th and this may be boring to some of you I'm going to <laughs> read it and because I don't even know how many tweets he put it into but it's long but it kind of summarizes the state of these big gaming companies when they get too big and it's not people's passions anymore. So I'm going to read this out. I might stop to kind of interject, but otherwise I'm just going to read this because I feel it hits the nail on the head for where gaming has gone. And he even brought up a few things like Facebook games 
as kind of one of those big key plot twists that changed how people look at gaming and how it's monetized. So here we go. <clears throat> so how did we get here? A couple things happened in AAA dev that led up to this point. The biggest thing is the money. Once AAA gaming got bigger than all media, you start to attract a lot of execs who are in it for the immense profit versus the love of making games. This change starts at the top and is made worse by game companies going public. This starts to flow down the middle management who are starting to make serious cash. The why of a company changes. Instead of going for games that would they would love to play and identifying as gamers themselves, there is now a sense of other. We made the games, they pay for them. OG Blizzard culture used to be we are gamers right down to the receptionist and we make games for ourselves because we are gamers. That is gone now and devs at many AAA studios are distinctly us versus them. Them being the whiny entitled gamers. This was not helped by the increase in personal attacks on devs by gamers themselves. Gamers are passionate and unfortunately this sometimes um, moves beyond criticizing the game to personal attacks and some really unsavory and threatening behaviors. Let's go back to the money. Oh, there goes the furnace. So this might get some background noise. Once games were obvious money makers and everyone started to play them and the cool rep, you started to attract a different type of developer. The first wave did it for free, made very little money, very little success, just to make dreams happen. But once games were viewed as a stable and more glamorous career choice with good pay, you started to attract the type of professionals who are very good at their job, but are definitely what I call the nine to fivers. They treat it not as passion, but as a routine job. Again, this wasn't helped by upper management, who now is fully flooded with MBA and marketing types who treat devs poorly and binge hire and fire them from project to project, treating them as a tool. Hard to have passion when both management and angry gamers don't have your back. Here's the one part with Facebook. Then Zynga blew up big on Facebook and metrics were becoming where is this? important along with predatory monetization. While mobile exploded and everything became free but with pay to win, the sheer scale of gaming profit leapt an order of magnitude or two forward. Billions, not millions. Suddenly making games for game's sake was not the goal. Now games needed to be, or sorry, needed to collect metrics, retain users, and the way success was judged was more about how much money per user you could make versus having a great game. The focus moved from gameplay to monetization metrics. When you design for monetization metrics, you get very different type of game than if you design it for gameplay. The two are often at odds. You find yourself deliberately making your game worse so it can sell better convenience items and power items. Steve Jobs was right. When you let the type of why drive your company and you make monetization the only goal, you kill the innovation of your company and you drive out the innovators and makers. While Jobs was talking about sales and marketing staff versus product makers, in games, it's worse. In games, designers are now the sales staff. 
the gamification of monetization makes or breaks a triple-a game so now even your product people are contaminated with this mentality the dev who do it for devs who do it for the passion who are tired of being blamed by gamers for corporate decisions above them and who do it out of genuine pa passion well they leave and go indie what remains are those who are doing it as a job one they often hate and they are now and they are not innovators the arrogance is also real steve talks about how you get surprised because you have a monopoly on the market wow had the had the monopoly on mmos and they are no longer gamers but game salespeople so of course they are prone to disruption in this case it wasn't square enix and the final fan and final fantasy by itself this just happened to be a game that was competing on gameplay instead of monetization because they were not the monopoly it's also an old enough game where the old values of gameplay were more important what sparked the exodus from wow started with a player base that was tired of being treated as customers are often treated in a monopoly taken for granted poor service in terms of content not being listened to milk for cash and fees then came the streamers streamers are the world's biggest force in game marketing they can make you a success overnight with zero traditional marketing like apex legends or they can absolutely tear your game down many in traditional AAA game marketing never understood this and many still don't get it today when streamers were just getting started I was told by my EA and AAA staff marketing team what a waste it was to do YouTube and Twitch even though it cost a fraction of ad spend of course they were wrong and they now curry favor and spend money on Twitch and YouTube but they don't really understand it they spend money on it but they don't actually watch the streams to understand when things are going wrong or they don't believe it will affect them so when Asmongold started dipping his toe into alternatives to WoW interviewing Final Fantasy content creators and then finally playing it himself on stream Blizzard was unaware or unbelieving of what was happening they were the monopoly even Asmongold was taken by shock at the sheer number of viewers his Final Fantasy stream attracted just as an aside I believe it was over 200,000 people tuned in um, he even even he had underestimated the number of dissatisfied and curious and those curious for alternative wow gameplay well what happened in streaming once one content creator hits a gold vein of views others quickly hop on suddenly we have many wow streamers talking about Final Fantasy and starting to stream it what's a wow gamer to think the rest is history the king is dethroned an expression of shock on his face sometimes you don't need the best product you just need to be good enough to take advantage of a company that had rested too long on their brand and monopoly to actually change innovate and improve this won't stop while gamers are leaving for good but if the monopoly can wake up and pull an expansion out where am I? An expansion out as a turnaround as drastic as Square itself did with a Realm Reborn, it can flip it around again. The problem is Blizzard. You chased all your innovators away. Oh well. So he kind of goes on and explains how 
signing up a new account for Final Fantasy kind of sucks and gives them some, I guess, free advice <laughs> to um, how to kind of make it easier to sign up and remove the one pain in the ass for the entry level stuff for that game. But there's so many good things in here because if you're not a gamer, you don't know that Final Fantasy fourteen from people I've even talked to, um, it, when it came out of the gates, it wasn't a good game. And they pretty much tore it down and he references A Realm Reborn and they just kind of ripped it all apart because it wasn't a good game um, I have a few friends who tried that I don't even think they've tried the Realm Reborn stuff and then yeah they just started over again and tried to make it an actual good game and have been going forward with that um, with what I see it's more narrative and story driven so people who enjoy that kind of stuff might have more fun with this game I believe and even from my own personal experience, World of Warcraft, the retail, like the constantly, like every two year expansion version, it was so grindy. They didn't, and I know others have said this, there was no end to the game. You couldn't get the best thing. There was always just little drops in a bucket that you had to keep doing more and more if you wanted the nicest thing or to kind of keep getting better progress I guess in the game and it it burns you out and I think a lot of um, Blizzard fans and WoW gamers are just burnt out on this completely and so um, it was time like 2004 to now that's a long time to be the king of something and like he said I think they did take it for granted that just people would keep coming back and people would keep plugging like coins into the slot machine right like i want this oh i want this upgrade and um even though i wasn't i would go in and out of wow and kind of test an expansion out play for a while and then go away um i never did classic when it came out in 2004 i had played another game from god 04 to 2012 called city of heroes and that was my sync but that one was strictly just you paid your subscription fee per month and that was it and then even after a while they went free to play and then you could still pay the subscription and use it to get little bells and whistles in the game but it wasn't necessary and i feel like a lot of these big companies and like this kind of twitter thread had mentioned um going back to facebook gaming and then wanting to build your model more off of um impatient people or what they call whales um that's the term for the whatever 10 percent of your game base that spends all the money on it and has the disposable income and it's them going after the either the lazy or the people that have the money um uh that just kind of they're catering to that crowd and it's like he said the game play itself went down and it just became um kind of this the priority was on the monetization and just buy this or pay to skip or you can get this shiny fancy toy to show off on in front of everybody else um and in the original wow with let's use the mounts as an example um what was the ashes of alar it would give you this big flaming bird and you the the drop rate was super rare and 
it was one of the few like that wasn't a horse or a ram or a griffin it was special so if you saw someone ripping around on that thing you knew they put in the work and was they were a raider and they did what they needed to to get this super impressive impressive thing and so when they went trotting by you everyone would stop and kind of gasp or <laughs> be like wow and um now it's all the cool bells and whistles are pretty much just you buy them right um i think yesterday or the day before <laughs> there was once again asmongold had started this thing where he would ask people whenever they saw someone kind of ride by on a purely um pay to buy mount um Warcraft used to have an emote that was slash spit and they <laughs> they removed it from the game um so obviously it's hitting a mark because all these people that are spending the money to get all these fancy things in game and all these cosmetics are getting enough insults and getting spit on in game and I think the argument was that it's an emote so it's role playing right but um, it's funny how some things, like, you can drop some pretty nasty, like, slurs, I think, still in the game, and they're not blocked out. But when the money spenders spend or complain that they their feelings are hurt because people are spitting on them for spending too much money, that command gets removed from the game right away. <laughs> it's just, it's nuts. But they are. They want... They want the big spenders, the whales, the... And it's just, it's sad because I have Steam. My kid has a Steam account. And I remember at least growing up when PC started becoming a thing because it was originally cartridge games. And then when PC gaming really started to take off, when you bought a game, the game was finished, the game was polished, the game had no errors because they... they their reputation a was on the line and b they were on the hook because i had to go to the store to buy this game to play on my computer and swap discs and save things on other discs and it just i feel like a there's so many times where they get people to pre-buy a game and then these people beta test it for them to find so they get free kind of <laughs> debugging for this game and the people are supposed to treat it as this honor that they're getting like early access or whatever um shitty phrase <laughs> they use to cover it right it's like it's not early access they're getting free testers for this game and then a lot of games come out incomplete or not good at all because they have deadlines to meet quarterly um earnings calls so it's they're operating not on honest deadlines. They're operating on every quarter they need something to hit. So it's, let's use um, Blizzard again as an example. They have to hit um, all their money-making stuff, whether it's a WoW expansion, whether it's a new store mount, whether it's a new Hearthstone expansion. Like, they have all their different... Um, whether it's a new Call of Duty thing, and of course that has skins now that you can buy. Like, it's just... It's a never-ending cycle of um, money-making. It's not a never-ending cycle of, we're working on this game, we're going to make it really good, it'll come out when it comes out. Um, 
but the, and not to just villainize one company like Bethesda has done it especially with Fallout 76 um that game is supposedly unplayable but they just rushed it out did really nothing new for it and so they almost did like Final Fantasy did with a whole kind of reborn they just they fixed it but you have to pay for download content and upgrades and more expansions and that shit didn't exist when I was young and it's just uh, people need to stop buying from these big companies don't get me wrong I will occasionally um, if the game but that's the nice thing about Steam is you can look up and the games are rated so if it's got horrible feedback we don't get it and it, you can tell because then like how Fallout 76 my one example now the reviews are going up slowly over time as opposed to being rated trash now it's honest reviews of here's what they fixed it's getting better now they've added this and so you just have to be a smart buyer and not get hooked into these kind of death by a thousand paper cut microtransaction companies and just force them to start putting out good stuff it's it's crazy i'm watching i just watched yesterday a big name um wow content creator had a gigantic meltdown um because he was arguing with people who were still defending the company's decisions even after terrible back-to-back expansions and now (laughs) i don't think some people realize how big it is it's not like one or two people have come out and accused them of horrible um hiring practices or just horrible treatment of employees and females and everything it's it's the state of california after a two-year investigation so i think this is going to be huge so let's see like (laughs) it's so weird like i'm almost 50 and i come from that like and i know in that twitter thread i read like he talks about when gaming became cool right like I'm from that generation where the nerds played the video games. Nobody liked them. They weren't the jocks or the cool kids that were out partying. But it was people who loved gaming. And the original wave of programmers and developers and companies, like he said, were probably very passionate about making a game that they would want to play and sink their time into and played it while they were developing it and even after it came out. And now it's not that. It's not the case at all. Um, Yeah, so I waited a bit. Um, Like I said, this Twitter thread is from July 13th. It's been out for a while. But I feel it summarizes kind of the state of video games now. How it's just, it's not for nerds, by nerds. Um, It's just another kind of money-making thing especially like he said for these publicly traded companies that have quarterly earnings meetings where they have to answer to why they're making more or less than last time so profits profits over gameplay but the nice thing about steam is you have access to everything and even the epic store whichever your preferred method is you can you can find the good indie games 
Like, I've been pouring my time into one called Oxygen Not Included, and it's just a small company. I think they're in Vancouver. Vancouver? Somewhere in BC. And it's... And they're constantly upgrading it, and I'm not getting charged for it. So, they're still tweaking, making it better. I paid my one price, and it just still is evolving as a game. And those are the publishers that we need to help out now and kind of step away from the big companies. Um, But that's enough. (laughs) Reading time's over. Um, Have a good week. Have a good August. Fuck, I think it's supposed to be 30 degrees. I checked the long-range forecast, and I think it's 30 until we melt. So have a good one. Um, Enjoy the rest of your summer. Later.